Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. It's a game day. We're at KeyBank Center. It's the preseason finale. It's about setting the tone for the regular season. The tone of, like, the emergency broadcast yes. system. That's what Shayna Goldman is with us from The Athletic. And, Shayna, I, I saw the clip on social media of when you guys got the actual emergency beeping of your cell phones while you were recording. I was trying to pull it up on my phone and freak you out with it, but... Somehow I can't find the actual sound, so I'm sorry. I failed what I wanted to come up with. But uh, you said you were a little hazy. You were, like, watching tennis late at night. Did you get a chance to at least get some sleep and recover from what the last few days have been like? Yeah, I think I'm the only person who didn't know that was coming because I was, like, on social media blackout to avoid tennis spoilers, and I also – just didn't want to be on Twitter for preseason discourse. But um, yes, I, I feel like I have a couple more brain cells than I did last week, the week before. Um, they'll be disintegrated by next Tuesday, which is totally fine. But I feel like a little bit more together going into hockey season this year. So we're starting on an okay foot that I'm sure will slide downhill quickly. Preseason discourse. I love that. No matter what happens tonight, a Sabres win will not ensure them an Atlantic Division preseason title. They cannot catch the Ottawa Senators. Who has <laughs> who has won the preseason so far, in your opinion? Because we're looking at the Kings. They're 6-1-1. The Stars are 4-1-1. New Jersey is 6-0. and And Ottawa has gone 6-1. and uh, I'm going to say it's an individual, not a team. It's Connor Bedard, the hype king of the season, the person we want to see all the highlights for. I'm sorry to my dear friend, Alison Lucan. We want to see every single highlight. I want to see the plays that are these fantastic passes that don't go into the net because I feel like we underrate passing if there's not a goal attached to it. I want to see the power play goals. I want to see him just flying up the ice in transition. There's so much talk about whether he's generational, which is a huge weight to put on a first overall pick because we think of the Connor McDavid's and the Austin Matthews, but it feels like we haven't been spoiled by a rookie season of a first overall pick since Matthews, and I think we're all getting it, and we're all going to be interested in the Blackhawks again, so maybe they're the actual winners because we're going be tuning into their games now am i crazy to think that we are hyping Connor bedard more than austin matthews who started with a four goal game his first nhl game like i almost feel like it was Connor mcdavid and matthews and then somehow Connor bedard got in between the two of them and we're thinking like 
90 points for Connor Bedard this year. That's what people are saying. You know what? Maybe we're like pumping the brakes on Austin Matthews in a sense because he was in Toronto and there was so much internal buzz that the rest of the world was like, they've got this. We don't need to have the conversation because every single Maple Leafs writer is going to dissect like every single shot on goal yes. he's ever taken in his life. So maybe that's why. But it does it does feel like that a little bit. And maybe it's because of the tank that was just put on. Maybe it's because this is the generational piece that they've been missing or the elite, the franchise cornerstone that it feels like this rebuild needed while the Maple Leafs, it felt like had the stepping stones and Matthews was the one to complete it. So maybe that's the difference, right? And, you know, with the Oilers too, Connor McDavid was, I guess the last one because they had all those first overall picks beforehand, but he was the one they were missing. I don't know. He was just the hype machine, rightfully so. But I just feel like with Matthews and Bedard, where they stand in the team's process is going to be the difference on like how we talk about them, maybe. Well, let the record state that Matthews lost his NHL debut when he scored four times, and I would revel in watching more failures of Bedard in the shootout, like last night against Minnesota. But maybe that's just me. <laughs> yeah, the shootout, the most important part of the game. My favorite. Well... One of my favorites. But, no, it was actually quite a contest with the Felino brothers opening the scoring, going head-to-head last night. Marc-Andre Fleury looking like kind of his old self, and uh, it was an awful lot of fun. And you're right. The Bedard train is going to roll out of the station very quickly here. Um, We have another train here in Buffalo, though, that's happening right now. Oh, what's that? It's the Zach Benson train. Yes. Hop on. Okay, let's hop on the Zach Benson train. I mean, he was playing with Thompson and Skinner, and uh, I don't know what the lines are going to be like tonight, but where do you see Zach? I, we Both Duffer and I yesterday said, who cares about the nine games? If he's good enough to be on the team, play him 30, 40, 50, whatever, the whole season. Let's just evaluate like on a weekly basis and monthly basis. What's it like? What do you think of uh, that approach when it comes to a junior player and not just look at nine games, but look at, Well, if he's good enough to be here for the season, keep him for the season. Yeah, I think that first and foremost has to be about the player's development. And if their development, it means, you know, the most pivotal part of it is going to be playing at the NHL level, at this level, not going back to juniors, not, you know, being the best player in the AHL or anything like that. It is let them cook at the NHL level, then you have to do it. I understand for a contender, they have to think about the contract sliding and it's not going to last those three years and that might hurt them in three years. The Sabres don't have that problem. So I don't think that they need to be thinking about the nine games. I think they need to be thinking about letting him cook and seeing what happens because he's had an exciting preseason and and there's room for him on this roster, right, with the Jack Quinn injury. And I really wonder if he can help a team save them from themselves, from that like temptation of Patrick Kane that I think would be such a mistake because of his defensive game. I just don't think that works (laughs) in Buffalo. So if someone like Benson can emerge as that player, like, why not? Why not let him go see what, what can happen? And if it's only half a year that he sticks or it's only until Jack Quinn returns and that's what's best for him, then go forward and do that. Did you have any comps um, for Benson going into his draft? And have you thought of and or heard of uh, potential comparisons to Benson now that he's had the preseason that he's had? So I am not a prospect expert. I'm the first to say it. I have such a hard time picking out comps because I feel like We'll hear a player get measured up to, you know, the next Wayne Gretzky all the time and the next Sidney Crosby and the bar gets so high for them. With Benson, I think we've all been cheating because he's small. And if he's small, we must compare him to small players. But some of the Jonathan Marchessault and Matt Zuccarello comparisons I kind of like because I feel like he's someone that is so good all around, right? He has so many skills. There really aren't many weaknesses in his game. 
And I feel like for shorter players, we try to look for more, right? Maybe they only have a good shot. Maybe they're only a good passer. Maybe they're bad defensively. It's something we're always looking to pinpoint to say, well, they're small and this is getting affected by it. And I feel like with him, it's that all-around strength that's going to make him such a strong, you know, top nine forward, like Azucarello, like uh, March or so, that I want to see him just push back against everything. Like, he should have been a top 10 pick. He shouldn't have fallen out of the top 10. But because he's small, he can't be as effective in the NHL, apparently. Can you have both Zach Benson and Matt Savoy on the roster? And I'm just saying that because Savoy skated for the first time with the team. Obviously, he got hurt in a prospect challenge. And it looks like he's getting really, really, really close to 100%. Not there for contact yet. But could you go with Benson and Savoy, both junior players, and, and see where that takes you? Why not? If you have, I think it's it's all about the coaching in that case too, right? You have to be a coach that's willing to do it. And you have to be a coach that can figure out a way to kind of calm the waters for those players to ensure that they're going to be in a position to succeed. I feel like Don Granato is so good at that. I think he really knows how to like connect with the young players and put them in a good position. I think management has a good handle on that as well, because at the deadline last year, they could have gone big, right? They could have gone for a bigger name player or a veteran. And instead they have the veterans on their roster, the Kyle Akposos, who I think are so good at, you know, managing everything in their role. And I think bringing someone like a Jordan Greenway to kind of give support without taking away minutes from those young talents is going to be important too. So I I think it can work. I don't think they're going to play together. I get that. But I think that there's enough balance on this roster to kind of see where they can go and if the lineup can be balanced out around them and that the players aren't in over their head off the bat. You mentioned Bedard, in your opinion, uh, perhaps winning the preseason, taking it to an individual level as opposed to a team. Let's uh, revisit this type of question and say, has anyone lost the preseason? And um, does that now no longer include the Ducks because they did get their contract situations settled? Yeah, I feel like the Ducks having the contract situation settled is what they need. Yeah, they lost Alex Kalorn, but I think that's going to be okay because I think it's going to give all the young players time to go with the new coaching staff, learn the systems, get clicking, and then you get some reinforcements. I think that's actually going to work out well for them. Um, I, I would look at the Flames a little bit. I think that their injuries have been tough, uh, but maybe the biggest loser has to be Tampa Bay because here we are, the Andre Vasilevsky injury we've yeah. known about for, what, eight days now, and they don't have a replacement at the moment, they still are going forward with Johansson, which I have serious question marks about. Um, I think it was like 10 standing points they lost and, you know, something with our projections. We had to literally slide them back uh, two days because of that. So, you know, I think I think they're going to be the team that's like in the most trouble to start the season. I don't think they're going to be out of the playoffs, but I think that they're going to dig themselves a hole that's going to be harder to get out of. I don't know why she would bring that up based on them being outshot 52-19 to against Florida last night. The good news was Johansson did not play, and he has two shutouts on his ledger so far in the preseason in his two games. So, All right, well, talking goalies quickly, Shayna, and you mentioned the Anaheim Ducks. Um, everything that I'm hearing out of Anaheim right now is there's a goalie battle with Lucas Dostal and John Gibson. Uh, I actually picked Anaheim to finish last in the Pacific behind the San Jose Sharks. Maybe I'm crazy to think that, but... Did you see what Logan Cooley did to your guy, John Gibson, last yes, night? Yes, yes. Oh Logan Cooley is a massive... But, but so, could they <laughs> actually go in Anaheim with John Gibson as the backup this year? That would be so wild to me, but I could see a 1A, 1B system at this point because with Gibson, you look at each year, and let's go just to last year, right? He started the season really well and was doing, I think, everything the Ducks needed him to, despite them being 
god awful, right? Like historically Terrible. bad defensively. <laughs> and at a certain point in the season, it just fell apart. It was like a screw just came loose and everything, the floodgates opened. He couldn't do it anymore. And that's reasonable for almost any goaltender, right? We talk about goalies that can withstand that workload for an extended period of time. UC Saros has shown he can. And Ilya Sorokin, Igor Shesterkin, the greats of today's game can handle that. John Gibson has been dealing it with it year after year that I just don't think that he has the capacity to do that for a full, true starters workload. So if they want to go and rotate it, I think that's going to be better for both of them, honestly. And if Dostel can win the net, I think it makes it clear to the Ducks they could trade Gibson and maybe they can lower their asking price so it actually happens and try to get this process going a little bit more. But I actually think it could be a good thing to just kind of preserve him. Okay, Shana, last one, and next time you join us, the season will have already begun, and Buffalo will be one game into their year after having played the Rangers here next Thursday night at Key Bank Center. What is your projection for the Buffalo Sabres this season? Um, I think that they are going to be the best of the the young, up-and-coming Atlantic teams. I think they're going to be better than Ottawa, and I think that they're going to be better than Detroit. Detroit underwhelms me a little bit. And Ottawa, I have some questions about coaching. I think with the new president in charge, maybe we'll start seeing some changes that could have happened sooner. But I am not really a DJ Smith believer, so I'm going to give the Sabres the edge there. That being said, I think that they're just going to fall out of the playoffs again because of Pittsburgh and the Islanders. But I would love personally would love to be wrong i want to see the playoff picture get mixed up a little bit and maybe they could push tampa more than we anticipated can i tell shana i have toronto one in the atlantic ottawa two and buffalo three i have tampa boston and florida coming after that so i love it you're crazy I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy, but that's why that's why it's so fun. Let's do it. <laughs> it is. The season is just about upon us. The regular season begins on Tuesday. Preseason action tonight, it's Saturday, and then it starts for real. Shana, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Shana Goldman from The Athletic will wrap up Sabres Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.